This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the No Name Ever podcast. It's quarterfinal four. It's Pope Master with Bill Bird. Hello, and welcome to something a little bit different from the Note They Never podcast. My name is Dave Roberts, and with no Burnley matches to preview during the summer break, we've teamed up with Burnley FC club commentator Phil Bird to bring you a summer quiz. We'll be posing Burnley FC-related quiz questions to eight quarter-finalists who have volunteered to test their Claret's knowledge. We're calling our quiz Pope Master with a nod to the BBC's music quiz Popmaster, as the questions follow a similar format. There are ten questions, with each round worth three points, apart from rounds three, six and nine, which are worth six points each. A maximum score of 39 points are available for each contestant. The rules are fairly simple. We'll be recording with all eight of our quarter-finalists and the top four scorers will progress through to the semi-final stage in our quest to find this summer's Pope Master. If there is a tie, we'll decide the winner on a count-back basis with higher scores in round 10 being compared, then round 9, etc. until we have a winner. And we're going to be hearing for our next two Pope Master contestants today. In fact, the final two contestants, because we've had six already, uh, the last two of the quarter finalists are today. Uh, but before we do, we're once again very fortunate to have a very special guest here with us. Um, our quiz master, Phil Bird, doesn't need too much of an introduction to Burnley fans. He's been the voice of Burnley Football Club for 20 years, covering matches home and away for Claret's World, Claret's Player, and now on Claret's Plus. Uh, so welcome, Phil. How are you doing today? I'm good. You okay, Dave? I'm very well, thank you. Yes, we've got uh, two more uh, victims, I mean contestants today, uh, to, uh, <laughs> to face our questions. I'm sure it won't be too traumatic an experience no, for them. I'm brushing up on my knowledge. I'm using it as an opportunity to do a bit of revision myself. Good thinking, very good thinking. Um, and basically, we've got another contestant today, and our first contestant of the uh, the final two is uh, Megan Pollard. Welcome to the uh, Pope Master and the No Name Never podcast, Megan. 
How are you doing? Thank you. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Um, for the benefit of our listeners, can you tell us uh, whereabouts you are right now and let us know, uh, for the benefit of our listeners, let us know where, how you came to be a Burnley fan and what your first season was? Yeah, so I'm currently in Cumbria, uh, a bit of a trek to get down to the Clarets. Uh, not that I've been able to do that recently. <laughs> um, I started watching Burnley... Well, I remember being in the cricket field stand because the Jimmy Mack stand was being built. So that was 96-ish. But I think I was just a floating fan at that point. I don't really remember it that well. But I think my first season was the 99-2000 season. So it was a pretty good one to uh, <laughs> to join in on the Clarets family. Um, and I started because my dad um, supported Burnley and he he brought me to it. And he, just, he had me at the weekends and he wanted to go watch Burnley. So along I went with him <laughs> and the, bu- um, the bug's yeah. bitten <laughs> the bug was bitten yeah yeah okay well uh, before we came on air you we asked you to choose a letter from a to h of those that are left uh, you chose letter f which is set of questions one that's your random set of questions which uh, you're going to be facing today so without further ado i'll hand you over to phil bird for the questions over to you phil hi megan how are we hi there. i'm good thank you good 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 luck with this. I'm sure you'll define. Uh, we're going to start off with round one, which is opening mm-hmm. day. It relates to Burnley's opening day league games since 2000. We need the name of Burnley's manager and an extra point for the year. Mm-hmm. Burnley beat Queen's Park Rangers 2-0 on the opening day of this league season, with Steve Jones scoring twice on his debut. Who was Burnley's manager and what was the year? Gosh. Um, Steve Cottrell? Steve Cottrell's right, yeah, you're off the mark straight away. That's good. Um, 2004? It wasn't, no, no, it's no. later than that. 2006, 2006, yeah. 2007 season. But you're off the mark with two points. Round two is a numbers round and it's multiple choice. Mm-hmm. If you can give us the correct answer, it's worth three points. What was Burnley's final league position at the end of the 2012-13 season? Was it A, 7th, B, 10th, or C, 13th? What was Burnley's final league position at the end of the 2012-13 season? Was it A, 7th, B, 10th, C, 13th? Trying to work out (laughs) what season we're in at the moment. They all merge into one. They do. Um, I'll go with seventh. It wasn't seventh, no, it was 13th actually. That's Sean Dice. Sean Dice joins us halfway through that season. I knew it wasn't the Premier League. Yeah, I knew it wasn't a Premier League, but I couldn't remember if it was. Yeah, we recovered a little bit at the end to finish 13th. Anyway, no worries. Round three. Is the other clubs round? It's the first bonus round. Rounds three, six, and nine are worth double points. Prior to joining Burnley, which three other English league teams did Ashley Barnes play for? Prior to joining Burnley, which three other English league teams did Ashley Barnes play for? And one was definitely Brighton. Brighton's um... correct. Yeah. And I'm going to be struggling after that, so I'm just going to say it. I don't know. Um, 
No, Lester, it's one of them. That's Chris Wood, isn't it? I know his breath. You should give me Chris Wood instead of Ashley Barnes. I'll do a few more, I think. We'll go with that, yeah. We'll go with the past one on that one. I don't think I'm going to get them. Okay, okay. Brighton's obviously right. He, uh, he started at Plymouth. He had a brief spell yeah, at Torquay. So there's, uh, there's three sides. It was a bit of a toughie, that. Obviously, Brighton was the easiest of the three, but you've got two points. Round four is the opposition teams round. All we need is the name of the team, and it's worth three points. Which team knocked Burnley out of the 2007-2008 FA Cup at the third round stage? Which team knocked Burnley out of the 2007-2008 FA Cup at the third round stage? So, 17. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um... Third round stage probably wouldn't be a surprise. Probably say Man City. <laughs> it was, no, it wasn't Man City. That was been in recent years. It was Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal. Oh, okay. Now then, round five is the goal scorers round. It's multiple choice. It's uh, three points for the correct answer. We need to know from these three players who scored the most goals for Burnley. Is it Andre Gray, Adrian Heath, or Brian Miller? Covering some different eras there. We had Andre Gray. <laughs> Andre Gray, Adrian Heath, or Brian Miller. Um go with I'll go with Brian Miller just because yeah, go with him. Yeah, he's correct. Three points, oh, yeah. Good one. <laughs> A little bit of a trick question because he wasn't a forward, but he uh, he was with us much, much longer. He scored 37, Adrian Heath had 35, and Andre Gray, 33. So, well done. That's three points. Round six, second bonus round, worth double points. It's about vintage Clarets. We need to know which team did Burnley beat to win the Charity Shield in 1973, and which player scored the only goal? Think about what your dad's told you about Burnley. Charity Shield, 1973. Oh, I think it was good in the 70s. Um, yeah, I've got no chance on this one. Um, go with the defender because I can think of him, Martin Dobson. Uh, <laughs> which is wrong. Um, it wasn't Martin Dobson. No. Guess on the um, team. I mean, guess on the team. Coventry? It wasn't Coventry, no. It was Manchester City. We actually yeah. won there at Main Road. Um, Colin Waldron got the goal. Round seven, recent transfers. Which club released Tom Heaton immediately prior to him joining Burnley in 2013? Probably one of our best ever free yeah. transfer signings. But who did he leave to join Burnley? Oh. And then he brought Jones with him. Um, yeah, it's made David Jones, yeah. Yeah. I want to say it begins with B. Am I right in that? Can you give me a hint? Oh, I don't have any clues. Bristol City? It is 
Well done. Three points. Pull that well one done. out somewhere. I knew you knew that. I knew you knew it. Round eight is all about players who scored on their Burnley debut or only ever scored once for the club. So which Burnley player scored on his debut away to Bolton Wanderers in August 2000? Gosh. I'm trying to think who we signed. Well, obviously, it would be our first main season back up. Um, well, in the, in the championship. Um, no. Uh, i trying to think of someone from that era. Who did we sign then? It's, this isn't. No. Um, well, give us a name. Have a guess. Only goal. John Harley keeps coming in my mind, but that's wrong because I know he scored a free kick for us um, later on. But that's the only name that's coming to head. I know that's no, wrong. No, no, it's, it's not John Harley. No, it's Phil Gray. I think it was the only goal actually he scored for us. I think <laughs> we moved on. Phil Gray scored. It was a 1 1 draw at Bolton Wanderers. So uh, round nine, uh, again, is a bonus round. It focuses on Burnley players who've scored a hat trick for the club. It's a two part question worth three points each. Only one player scored a hat-trick during Owen Coyle's time as Burnley manager. Who was the player and which team did he score the hat-trick against? So only one player scored a hat-trick during Owen Coyle's time as manager. Who was the player and which team did he score the hat-trick against? Is it Akinbae? It wasn't uh, Adi Akinbae, no. We can still have a go at the, the, the team. Um, Owen Coyle. Uh, I don't know. We'll go with Bristol. <laughs> I don't know. It, it wasn't, no. Akinbay played that day. It was Andy Cole. <laughs> uh, oh, Queens okay. Park Rangers 4 2. Cole scored 3. I think Akinbay got the other one. So, lastly, it's the name of the year round, round 10. In which year was Stan Turnant appointed Burnley manager? So three points for the correct year, one either way. In which year was Stan Turnant appointed as Burnley manager? I know you know this. 98. It is, for three points. Well done, Megan. Well done. Oh. <laughs> Some toughies there, to be fair, but, but well done. Dave's going to tell us how oh. many he scored. Yeah, we've totted the scores up and you scored 13 points, Megan. Oh, well, I got above 10, so that's, 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 <laughs> that's better than I thought I was going to do. <laughs> well, that is decent. Say, Don't worry about it. Our, our listeners know what the other previous scores are and there's still another um, quarter-finalist to come. Um, <laughs> you won't know where you stand in the rankings, but we'll uh, let you know after we've done all eight recordings. Uh, we've got another contestant coming up after our interval today and we'll find out who our top four scorers are. So good luck. Good luck. Thank you. Fingers crossed. We'll see how Thanks, you Megan. Thanks, no worries, Megan. Thank you. You have been listening to the Summer Pup Master Quiz brought to you by the Known and Ever podcast. Tune in every week where on a Tuesday you'll hear analysis, debate and discussion on the latest game featuring the mighty Clarets and all things Claret and Blue. Then tune in again on a Friday night for the preview show where we look ahead to our next opponents. We have Statman Dave's Quiz of the Week and the highly competitive and much-loved Known and Ever Fantasy Premier League. So if you like what you hear, go right ahead to your favourite podcast provider and hit that subscribe button.
Well, we now have our second contestant in place today uh, and ready. So I'd like to welcome Dan Black to the No Name Never podcast and to Poetmaster. Welcome, Dan. Good evening. Good to see you all. Good to see you. Uh, for the benefit of our listeners, can you tell us whereabouts in the world you are right now? And can you tell us the season you saw your first Burnley match? Um, I'm calling from the Ribble Valley. Um, and the first season... I couldn't pinpoint the first season. I, I, my dad always used to tell me that he, he took me on as a kid, obviously, when I was too young to even remember. But I think my most vivid memory from supporting Burnley in my youth was probably the 91-92 fourth division championship winning season. Um, that's the one that stands out the most. I think that's what I can remember most of the, the season there because I, I travelled the length and breadth of the country with my dad, travelling to games here, there, there and everywhere. You know, Lincoln, Hereford, Barnet, Maidstone, Wrexham, wherever else we were there that year. Um, so I think that's that's the one I'd, I'd pinpoint. Well, you never know. There might be some questions on that season or there may not. It's totally at random. So uh, as we say, with our questions, though, you've drawn the short straw. Um, you're our eighth and final quarter finalist for Pope Master. Uh, so you're left with the final set of questions, uh, which is set of questions seven. So I'll hand you over to our quiz master, Mr. Phil Bird, uh, and he'll take you through the questions. Over to you, Phil. Hi, Dan. How are we doing? Good, thank you. Go easy on me, please. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> you having a good summer? Yeah, it's not been too bad, thanks. How are you getting on? Yeah, fine. Fine. Bit of a break. Yeah, bit of yeah. a break. How are you getting on with the cricket scores and the bowls scores? Yeah, well, that's it now. That all that takes precedence. <laughs> that's your priority. So, that's yeah, priority complete, now. completely different uh, outlook at work at the minute. So, yeah, a nice little break, as you say, and then uh, <laughs> back to it soon. Yeah, not far off, is it? Not far off. Right, well, we'll kick we'll off. have a bit more normality again by the, by the time the season comes back, so we'll see fans. Yes. And... Yeah, it makes a big difference when you're reporting on games, doesn't it? Of course it does, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know you've been taking it in turns to go away as well. It's meant yeah. you haven't gone to as many away games. Yeah, I mean, it's, it has been tough at times. Obviously, you're travelling down alone and you're, you're a bit restricted when you get to games and stuff, so you don't have much interaction with people when you get down there either. So they are long days and then obviously not as enjoyable as when there's this stadiums full of fans, is it? No, we need everybody back. I think that I think the team need everybody back. Definitely. Absolutely, yeah. Let's get going. Ten questions. We start yeah. with round one, which is opening day, relates to Burnley's opening day league game since 2000. We need the name of the Burnley manager, and that's worth two points, and an extra point for the correct year. Burnley drew 2-2 against Watford on the opening day of this season with goals from Keith Tracy and Charlie Austin, helping Burnley come back from being two down. Who was the Burnley manager? What was the year? <sighs> I seem to remember a 2-2 when Darch was in charge. I think it was Ben Meese first game, but I don't think that was the first, first game of the season. Mm. I'm going to go... Eddie Howe. That's correct, yeah. 2011-12, will it have been? It was, yeah, 2011. Yeah, Eddie Howe, 2011. Good start, three points. Round two, numbers round, and that's multiple choice. How many home matches did Burnley win in the Premier League last season? Was it A, four, B, five, or C, six? How many home matches did Burnley win in the Premier League during last season? Was it A4, B5 or C6? I think they had a better record away from home last season, didn't they? So finished with 39. 
Four, five, or six, did you say? It is, yeah, four, five, or six. I'll go with six. It wasn't six, no, it was only four. It was only four. four. Palace, Sheffield United, Wolves, and Villa. I thought you were going to say four, actually. I knew I had a better more wins away from home. More wins away from home than, yeah. uh, than at home. Yeah. Anyway, not to worry. Round three is a bonus round with double points. Okay. It's the other club's round. In addition to Burnley, Jimmy Dunn has played in the English Football League for three clubs. In addition to Burnley, Jimmy Dunn has played in the English Football League for three clubs. Name them. Oh, God, I've gone blank. Uh, Sunderland. It's one, yeah. Uh, I mean, he was at Hearts, didn't he? But that one didn't count. Uh, Jimmy Dunn, where did he go? Hmm, I'm drawing a blank here. This is bad. Sunderland. Um, no, I can't, I can't think. I'm struggling with no. that. No. Sunderland no. was definitely wrong. Sorry, say that again. Sunderland was definitely wrong. Oh, Sunderland's wrong. definitely right. Yeah, Sunderland's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where else has he been? Wow. I'm going to put you out of your misery. Yeah, go on. I'm going to, close to home as well, isn't it? Accrington Stanley. Stanley. Oh, and he was no. with Joey Barton at Fleawood. Of course. Yeah, he, he did have a spell at Barrow, but they were non-league at that stage. But you've got two points. Round four, opposition teams round. We need to know which team knocked Burnley out of the 2012-2013 FA Cup at the third round stage. Which team knocked Burnley out of the 2012-2013 FA Cup at the third round stage? Oh, God. Memory's terrible. So that was... That was Datch's first season in charge, wasn't it? Racking my brain here. Memory's awful. Mm, I can't think, no. No, it was his first cup tie in charge, wasn't it? Away at Barnsley. Away at where, sorry? Away at Barnsley. Barnsley. Brian Stock got sent off, you remember. We lost 1-0. I remember I still can't recall the game. I remember him getting sent off. I can't recall that game. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, round five, goal scorers round. It's multiple choice. Worth three points. We need to know which player has scored the most goals for Burnley between these three. Mike Conroy, Martin Patterson or Gareth Taylor? Hmm. Now, if memory serves me right... I think they've only all finished top scorer once, didn't they? I think. I can't think of another. I mean, Mike Conroy got a bad fall that season, didn't he? Mike Conroy, Martin Patterson, or Gareth Taylor? I'm going to eliminate Taylor, I think. Um, I think Martin Patterson, was he just more cons- scored less goals probably during the season, but did it more consistent? I'm going to go Patterson, then. Oh yeah, no, it's Mike Conroy actually. It is tight between the three of them. Conroy got forty, Patterson and Taylor thirty-seven apiece. Round seven on on recent transfers. Sorry, say again. Conroy got about twenty-eight that season or something, didn't he? he? Yeah, ninety-one, ninety-two. Yeah, but but left a couple of seasons after, didn't he? Yeah, to Preston. Um, Round six is our second bonus round. 
It's called Vintage Clarets. So we're looking back at past seasons. Which two teams did Burnley face in the 1960-61 European Cup campaign? Which two teams did Burnley face in the 1960-61 European Cup campaign? You'll have written about these games. I think I, think I know the, this one, yeah. I think Reims yep. in Hamburg, isn't it? It is, yep, yep, yeah, correct. I reading about that recently. Yep, six points, two lots of three. I mean, that's bad, isn't it? I remember more about that, about that era than I do about this one. <laughs> well, I can't explain that, to be honest. Um, round seven looks at recent transfers, and it's worth three points. From which club did Burnley sign Naki Wells in 2017? Uh, would it been Huddersfield? It was Huddersfield Town, yeah, for three points. Round eight is all about players who scored on their Burnley debut or only ever scored once for the club. It's worth three points. Which Burnley player scored on his debut against West Ham United in February 2010? Which Burnley player scored on his debut against West Ham United in February 2010? Is it Danny Fox? It is. Yeah, fantastic free kick, wasn't it? Yeah. In a 2-1 win. Question nine, finest bo final bonus round. It's worth uh, six points. Two-part question. It's on Andy Payton. Andy Payton scored three Burnley hat-tricks. One was in the League Cup when he came off the bench against Hartlepool. But against which two teams did he net hat-tricks in league games? I'm trying to think back to that season at the start of the millennium when he won the Golden Boot. I'm trying to think who he, um, who he scored against. Um... Pace to tell you straight away. Oh no, yeah. He knows yeah, everything I, about his career, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I used to speak to his brother quite a lot as well, and his brother knew absolutely everything about his careers, collect, yeah. collectibles and everything. I mean, um, oh god, he scored that many goals. I'm trying to think, trying to pinpoint the games he scored a hat trick in. Um, do you know what? And I'm sure I've only watched a video of one of them the other day as well. Uh, oh gosh. Have to say something like Scunthorpe and um, Scunthorpe and Gillingham. No, it, it isn't Dan. No, you remember these Colchester United and Oxford United. The Oxford United one was just before the end of the millennium, and he scored the last goal of the millennium. I saw it the Colchester one the other week. I saw the Colchester one the other week. Yeah, they opened the Jimmy Max stand, um, or the, or the, um, the they officially opened it for that day. Jimmy Mack was there, and we beat Oxford United, the last game of the millennium. Round 10, name the year. Three points if you're spot on, one point if you're one year out. Simply, in which year... You need it, you need it. In which year was Owen Coyle appointed Burnley manager? In which year was Owen Coyle appointed as Burnley manager? And what, what's... what's the point system on this three points if you're spot on one if you're a year either way so in which year was Owen Coyle appointed Burnley manager it was got selected in 2007 it was yeah it was November to be precise 2007 so you finished with three points and uh, you've done okay there you know I'm some, some you struggle with just yeah, you knew those Andy Payton ones as well, Dan. I'm sure you did. 
you just, it's just when you're trying to think of it on the spot, you've got so much yeah. going through your head. It just it just clouds your memory. And, yeah, it does. Um, it I'll, does. Think, yeah, I'll it does. think back at some of them questions and think. Yeah, you'll know the Barnsley. You'll know the Barnsley game as well. Yeah, it's a nothing game. It's a yeah. late mistake late on from uh, the Beast. We thought we'd got a replay, and uh, they won late on. Anyway, never mind. Dave will tell you how many you've got. I will. Yes, I've talked oh, just before we start, Dan. Have you thought of a team name now? <laughs> not been half an hour yet. <laughs> not clean. It's not clean. <laughs> uh, you've got a total of twenty points out of a possible thirty-nine. Well, that's that's pretty boring, really, isn't it? We're going to leave you in suspense because uh, we've got some totting up to do. Uh, but yeah, that's our eighth and final contestant, Dan, who uh, got twenty points out of thirty-nine, and we'll see how that compares to our other seven contestants and who's going to be our four semi-finalists in Popemaster. And now we've had all eight of our Popemaster quarter-finalists. We can reveal who our top four are who've reached the semi-finals. And the way it's going to work is that the high-scoring quarter-finalist will play the fourth high-scorer and two will play three. So it's kind of seeded for the semi-finals. So if you've been following the episodes, you'll probably have an idea of who's there, but we can confirm now for you that our high-scoring player uh, was Tom Whitaker, our very own Tom Whitaker. He had 33 points, and he's going to face a fourth-placed Dan Black, who got 20 points. That's going to be uh, semi our first semi-final. Um, and the second semi-final is between Adam Dennett, who got 30 points, and Andrew Blythe, who got 24. Uh, what do you think about that, Phil? Who's our uh, favourites out of those four, do we think? Well, some good scores, I thought. I thought the lads did uh, did, did really well, uh, and Megan as well, of course. Um, so we got some good scores in there. It's very competitive. Um I think just in the end of the day, um, you, you know, if you've, you've got the knowledge, if you can remember dates, I think dates are key, aren't they here? Managers' dates, it helps you. Uh, Tom was super. I thought Tom was really good. Stand out from him. He'll be the favourite, perhaps, going into the semi-finals. But I think you'll be uh, having a little think about the questions, won't you, Dave? And you'll be uh, making sure they're tested. Well, yeah, we've, we've, we've covered certain rounds already in the quarterfinals. We're going to change things around a little bit. Um, with you on, Phil, we're going to have um, a classic commentary round. So that'll uh, be a thing a little bit different. Uh, and we're also going to do on this... Not bloopers. Well. It's not bloopers, is it? Just checking. It's not bloopers. Not bloopers. No, definitely not. There's a few of them. <laughs> Uh, no, and then we're going to have some on this day rounds as well. So we're going to look at oh, good. that might be something people can uh, can uh, swat up on before the semi-finals as well. All oh, right, right, good, good. I'm, I'm sure it'll be very competitive. Looking forward to it. Yeah, very much so. Um, so basically, that's it for our quarterfinals. Uh, you can join us again for our semi-finals. There'll be two. Um, podcast episodes. We'll spread them out. We'll have our first semi-final and our second semi-final, and then we're hoping to have the grand final uh, in July, probably just before the uh, the Euros final. So stay tuned for those episodes. Um, all that remains for me to do is to say thank you to today's contestants, um, as well as all the contestants we've had for the quarterfinals, as well as our quiz master Phil Bird. Uh, thanks also to Turfmore Stadium announcer Dominic Walker for recording our Pope Master intros. Uh, and a special thanks, as always, to our producer, Matt, for pulling everything together behind the scenes to make these sound professional, or as professional as we can. Uh, remember to tune in uh, next time for our first of our two semi-finalists. Um, I've been Dave Roberts. 
This has been Pope Master from the No Name Never podcast. Until next time. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.